commence primary ignition. This is Star Wars. Look out! All right, welcome. Um, this is day two of um, our series covering the Star Wars um, celebration in Chicago 2019. And um, two big things today. Um, we're going to cover the uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge panel and, of course, the Jedi Fallen Order panel, which just wrapped up there. Um yeah. But first, um, Adam, you wanted to uh, welcome some of our new people, right? Yeah, I wanted to say welcome to all our old and new listeners. We noticed a, a spike in the numbers last night. I'm sure a lot of people interested in, in hearing everything they possibly can about uh, the the fate of Skywalker. Uh, <laughs> Skywalker. Yeah. Um, the rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. It's, it's yeah, still not fresh too. in my head. Uh, kind know, of both. What does it mean? Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I may be a bit, bit punchy, everyone, because I didn't sleep very well last night. I woke up I woke up three times and rewatched the trailer in the middle of the night. So yeah, it was, it was very difficult to sleep yeah. last night. Yeah, I think I um, got my cork board art out. Yeah, you know, brushed so, the dust, dust off it. Yeah. So welcome. Awesome. I hope you're enjoying these these, these episodes. Um, longtime listeners will tell you that it's it's not our usual fare. We usually uh, tape in person. We have a little more audio effects. It's a little more raw, but it's immediate reactions, which I think we're all kind of craving. So so hope you enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome, everybody. Thanks very much for listening to us. We uh, really appreciate it um, and um, hope you love Star Wars as much as we do because um, we're going to get into it. Yeah. Um, you want to start right away? Do you guys get a chance to watch much of the um, Galaxy's Edge panel? I feel like it was running like all morning long. Yeah. Yeah, I so, jumped in and out of it a little bit. Saw some stuff. Yeah, I did, too. Um, it was a lot of the same. You know, they, they tried to drill down, but we've seen most of this art at this point. You know, it's a little more nitty gritty stuff about like Doc Ondar's shop and like his personality. And, you know, he's sort of surly and, you know, everything's going to be in world from like what you buy as far as like souvenirs or trinkets or holocrons or lightsabers um, to even what I thought was actually kind of the coolest thing was um, they had a special trailer for Coca-Cola. And so, you know, uh, Coca-Cola has a, a partnership with Disney and but they had to brand in world and they wanted to sort of marry this sort of like, um, you know, an instantly recognizable brand with in world um, special effects. And so they yeah. made these like thermal detonator looking like sodas, like Cokes yeah. um, and yeah. Sprites with um, but they're all, you know, uh, designed in with Arabesh instead of basic or instead of English yeah. uh, and Dasani water, same thing. And it's it was kind of it was kind of a cool little trailer for that. Um and uh, I don't know. That was just kind yeah. of a neat thing. New That's pretty cool. We're gonna see. Yeah. Um, and then a couple other little things that popped up too is that uh, Frank Oz will be uh, reprising his vocal role as Yoda. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. yeah that, was a, that was a major yeah. reveal, right? That they're yeah. gonna bring Yoda to the park. You're gonna be able to interact with Yoda, all, fully voiced by Frank Oz. Like that yeah. is that's huge. And it's got to be a hologram, right? Like they got to be busting out actual hologram technology for that. Like that's gonna be what it has to has to be, I would think. But oh, that's a great point. Yeah, right. Because the time uh, period, the it's, it's yeah, after, and it, yeah, yeah. So, so he's he's yeah. well long gone at that point. Yeah. Did you guys uh, catch the uh, the reveal of the animatronic Hondo Anaka? Did you guys see that? No, I missed that, and I've been trying to find it online. I'm so bummed. Yeah, it was stunning. It was just striking. Really? I, I it looked as good or better than the. Pirates and the, and the Pirates of the Caribbean ride and all these other animatronics I've seen at Disney. It just looks so good. 
it, it and even Doc Gondar looked incredible. It's going to really feel like you're interacting with these characters, and I hope there's I hope there's a lot of dialogue written yes. for them. And it's not it's I hope it changes up a lot because yeah, the, the realism in terms of visual the visual realism if that is matched down with some kind of dynamic social realism that would be yeah that would be well, a dream come true. Yeah, better be better change a lot because you're gonna be in line for three hours. Listening yeah, to that <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> I'd uh, say I'm yeah. super wary about this whole experience, but today made me feel a lot better about it. It does yeah. sound like you know there's gonna be stories behind everything, and you can really dig in, you know, really dig deeper. Fans like us and and our fans or our listeners, um, you know, that know pretty much everything across the board, like you're gonna be able to really find a lot of interesting interactions. I think. We're going to be the only people not miserable to be in a three-hour line because we will yeah. appreciate every little thing that we're looking at every yeah. time you take a foot step forward, right? You're going to be like, oh, that's yeah. new. Look at that. You know, so it's great for us. I feel bad for anyone else who isn't a giant Star Wars fan. <laughs> that's their yeah. problem, not mine. I think they'd still probably enjoy it, yeah. but it's like oh, something yeah. like, you know, they cook meat on like a pod racer engine. You know, like, yeah. It's, yeah. you know, that, that's something that we'd probably, you know. Oh. Won't be I also off. thought the, uh, the, the preview of the app and, and the app itself was yes. super impressive. Yeah, and, yes, and dynamic. Was... I mean, in terms of scanning cargo boxes and you know, those scan labels, I imagine will be everywhere. In terms of being able to slice things to learn, to learn more, and uh, being able to scan cargo yeah. and maybe see what's inside. Like, there's it's just so much to the park that's that's more than the rides. It's more than the food. It's just an experience. It's so yeah. fascinating. Yeah, it makes oh, that sense. Awesome, but guys, that's all well and good. But I think we're burying the lead here. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> My favorite Star Wars character from like just from childhood is back, and that's Rex, who is the pilot from the Star Tours. <laughs> they brought him back to be the DJ at Oga's Cantina. Um, yeah. oh is that even, who that is? Because yeah. I was like, they made they made a Funko Pop of him. They've oh, like, I'm like, yeah. who is this guy? How come I don't know this dude? That oh, makes me think X, of man. childhood and Star Wars like wrapped together. Like that's my entire thing. And they actually brought back uh, Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman, to come back and do new new stuff for him. Yeah, I love huh. that uh, the story groups, Matt Martin, actually went through the story for how Rex got to Batu, and it was like, yeah. in a, in a crash, and did. then he's yeah. taken in by these this droid salvage unit or something. It's like, it was this very involved story, but nonetheless, everything of that park's going to have a story behind it, and yes. I think that's super exciting. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That's really good times. Yeah. Um, yeah, anything else? I think that's all I got. I, I, well, my, my favorite part oh, was got, actually yeah. the music, the, uh, when they showed off some of the music uh, yeah. here at the cantina. Uh, it was just spot on classic cantina music. It's going to sound incredible when you're in there and you're yeah. enjoying a beverage. And oh my, that that sounded incredible. They showed showed off some of uh, John Williams' score that was um, um, actually composed just for the park itself, right. which was fast. It was just beautiful. It's, it was very uh, exhilarating, kind of operatic. It was it was stunning. It was really really beautiful to listen to. I know. Can you die from like too many like like joy tingles? Because like I can just like my body is going to do things <laughs> well, we'll physiologically. Find out that I'll, yeah. yeah, like just being like in a world where like that's just everywhere I look is this experience. I mean, they showed, you know, like people flipping switches in the you know Millennium Falcon. Yeah. And like I just like I, I'm going to be outside of my mind and my body for that whole experience. So yeah, that yeah, looks we're, we're going to make you the pilot then. So <laughs> oh, of course. get ready. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah. They said like your outfit changes like based on like like they give you some clothes or something like based on how well you do on that thing. Wow. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's like there's there's going to be there's going to be, you know, I'm, I'll find new ways to humiliate myself, um, I'm sure. Well, it seems like <laughs> everything you buy is going to be in Galaxy, right? right? You know, from the, the small yeah. little the dolls to the attire and the clothing and, and 
everything that you buy is actually going to be like what a, a character in Star Wars would wear, not not yeah. so much like a, sh- a t-shirt yeah. with a logo of the movies on it. It's They're great. not messing around when they yeah. say fully inclusive. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. I'm going to look very weird after a few years of shopping. From that. <laughs> <laughs> oh that my farm. gosh, I know. Well, it's going to start spilling out. And like, oh yeah. yeah, I was already That's looking at like the gear that like um, Finn is wearing. And it's like looks so cool, and Ray's like outfit looks so cool. Like they yeah. they stepped up costume design for the next movie. Just I mean, if you if you had to choose to dress like you do now or dress like Finn for the rest of your life, I'm Don't pretty sure me. most people pick Finn. <laughs> I know I would. Yeah, yeah. Right. I I gotta figure out what the t-shirt and jeans equivalent is in in Star Star Wars, <laughs> and then I'm golden. Yeah. <laughs> um. Cool. Hey guys, listen. We've been talking about this for yeah. eight minutes, but there's a new video game trailer out, and uh, I think we should get down to it. I, I don't just... think we have enough time. I think we should do it tomorrow. <laughs> I'm gonna be talking about this video game for a while. <laughs> yeah, I'm let's do it. So, <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited about it. Me too. Uh, it's coming. It's coming from Stig Asmussen, who's the creative director on God of War Three. Oh, yep. that game, the mechanics in that game were just so responsive and it felt so good that I, I'm actually I have a lot of faith in this game. Like I am so excited. I'm right there with you, Ben. Yeah, it's a dream team. I mean, they had guys from Metal Gear, game uh, God of War, Batman. I mean, it, it was, you know, he he had his his pick. They this is just something that I think is way overdue. You know, LucasArts did, you know, really cool things with video games and they were kind of fun, but like they I never felt like they matched up to their peers. Um, this game is going to be a classic AAA title that's going to be like as good as any game out there, and it's finally, I think, going to give you that really first-class experience as like you know in-world as a, you know as a Jedi, which you know I know I've always wanted since like birth, since I saw my first lightsaber, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it looks it looks incredible. It looks yeah, they, did, they, they didn't break down a lot of the systems mechanics. <laughs> Uh, how the scope of the world so much as they went into the story. We learned a lot about the story during this panel. Right. I was really excited to, to they learn. They did about. use they did use a lot of really great great adjectives to describe the combat. Like they said, um, Aaron. I didn't catch his last name. Who was yeah. like he was like the grimy game developer guy that was like I don't know how how he got on the panel, but he was pretty funny. Uh, you yeah. could barely hear him because his beard was so thick and his mic was buried in his beard. But I think, um, was, the, I think he was the narrative lead on the game. Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, and yeah, I don't know. They they all had some really great, really great things. But I remember uh, actually the actor Cameron Monaghan, who actually came out um, that plays the main character Cal. He said, "Satisfying a weighty, visceral combat." You know, yeah. Like they, yeah. There's a lot of thought, and then thoughtful combat. Thoughtful, was that was it. Overall, like, yeah. That's like, I mean, that's you know, if you played the most recent God of War, that's sort of what you know. I would say it is. It's sort of you know, it's puzzly. It's you know, it's come, you know, you had, it's not just a button masher. You have to use all of the, all the resources that are given to yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, he definitely thought about it. He definitely talked about it being like thoughtful and yeah. combat, having weight and uh, being very kind of, um, uh, and then they also talked about the dynamic of you're a Jedi. You're obviously going to be slashing with a saber. You also yeah. have force powers. And then he also mentioned that the, the droid BD one, that's your companion throughout the game. It has a flashlight that can be upgraded. It, yeah. I imagine it can scan. That'll yeah. be another element, another mechanic yeah. to, your, to your arsenal. It's, it's going to be that classic ancillary piece that's in all these games. It's like in God of War, it was like his son, or like, you know, this piece yeah. is sort of like, it's going to be that vehicle that gets you from place to place, that deciphers, that like, you know, helps yeah. you solve puzzles. It's going to, you know, it, it's a pretty clear what that role will be. But they talked like, you know, lovingly about it. Like this is, in BD1, it's supposed to be like Buddy 1, like that's your buddy. Yeah. 
and um and the, the, their relationship grows over time too um yeah which is what do you guys think of the design of bd1 um i don't know i thought it was pretty cool sure yeah seems very I good it was, for I a video it was game. awesome <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it looked yeah. like a vcr deck on like a, some atst legs yeah, yeah. Uh, Kasumi Shishino, who was on the panel, yeah, talked a lot about like, yeah. you know, they were like, well, we kind of wanted something like a, you know, an ATST that's like miniature, yeah, with like a, yeah, like a camera on the front, and like, you know, I mean, that's that's pretty close to what it is, but yeah, it's it's clunky and it's you know, um, it looks cool. It's like a it mouse droid cool. if it needed a mouse droid actually be needed to be able to get over like a doorway, <laughs> like yeah, exactly, yeah, it's like R two that can go upstairs, yeah. Uh, I thought it looked really cool. No, I am very excited for this game because I, you know, the, you know, Battlefront is great, but it's not really my type of game, and right. this seems like my type of game. And and I hope they, I love the idea of thoughtful combat, not just a button masher. And I hope, yeah. I hope there's also, which I'm sure there will be, uh, replayability or deep playability in it, where there's also yeah. uh, side quests and ability to collect things. Like that's what I'm doing right now in Red mm-hmm. Dead. Is I'm just looking for, I'm looking for opos- opossums right now because I gotta, yeah. <laughs> gotta do that for for a while, but, but I love that because that's who I am. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, just taking out some. We're all looking for the proverbial possum, so yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what I'm looking for out of my Star Wars game too, except Womp Rats. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Rats. Oh man, that's fantastic. We did. Um, they did mention there's going to be a lots of new planets. Again, this was Kazuya yeah. mentioned that lots of new yeah. planets and new characters. Um, I know um, they showed a trailer, um, which we should probably talk about more in more detail. Mm-hmm. But um, I saw an Abnido in there, um, a bunch of people wearing masks. I don't know. There's, yeah. there's looks like there's going to be, you know, it, it's just going to be filled. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. good. And the trailer, if anyone's interested, the trailer is up on YouTube. Um, so you can watch it uh, along. Yep. So before we saw the trailer, we knew yeah. this was a game where you were playing as a Padawan who survived Order 66, somehow made it off-world, off-Coruscant, or wherever they were initially. And um, and now the in the trailer, we know that he's ended up on the planet Raqqa, where he, they're deconstructing kind of derelict ships and, and, and capital ships from the Clone Wars, which I thought yeah. was incredible. I thought that was yes. an awesome idea. Yeah, was that it, was so was great. Was it Raqqa or Baraka? It's Baraka is what I oh, heard. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure about the spelling there, but I heard, yeah, that, that home planet is Baraka. And, um, yeah, they called him, he's a scrapper, I think is what, you know, his title is. And, you know, you see in that, the trailer, him working in there, they're cutting up a Venator class star destroyer from Mm -hmm. Clone Wars, um, which was just striking. So striking just to see that whenever you can sort of grasp that scale, um, it's, it's super fun to, to look at. Right, and uh, and we know his name. His name in full now is Cal Kestis, which is kind of a cool name. I like I liked it when I heard it. Yeah, yeah, and, yep. Um, it's a good Star Wars name. I think the big theme here is that he's 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 in hiding, so he's trying to keep his identity hidden from those around him. He, it, uh, there's a I think even a line in the trailer that's "Don't trust anyone." You know, yes. there's trust. You know, you, you, he's just trying to hide himself from the Inquisitors that we now know are in the game, which was an awesome, awesome reveal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you guys have anything to say about that reveal? I mean, uh, yeah. That, that, well, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I, I just want to say it was so it was uh, it was don't stand out, accept the past, trust no one, and then uh, which they repeat sort of twice over the course, and then um, in the end they say trust only in the, force. in the force. Yeah. I mean, what I'll say is too is it feels like an interesting character, almost like a cross between Luke and Han in a lot of ways. It seems very interesting. This idea of 
knowing there's greater good out there, knowing that he's supposed to be brought into it, but trying to remain out of it again, like just trying to survive. And it's really, it's, it's interesting in a way, and it's not a character we've seen in Star Wars or that kind of, that kind of uh, plot line, right? Someone who who wants to help is afraid to help because he's going to get killed. That's not well, Luke. There That's was... not Han. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. I did not to Kanan Jarrus, right? I mean, well, you, so not yeah. in detail, but yeah, no, Kanan Jarrus. Yeah. If, if you read Last yeah. Dawn or First Dawn or no, Dawn. absolutely. I mean, that's and you look in the comic they did too. The Kanan the Last Jedi, right? Was that they did with him? I think or yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. That's a good point. Yeah. So other than that, though, but now you get to actually be that person in yeah. that place. And yeah. And but you're right. He's like he's got he can't help himself but do good, which is a very Han Solo thing. You know, yeah. like he's you know, he's he's very much survival instincts on 10. But um, but, you know, when when that time comes, you know, he's he's going to make the decision to to be the hero and helps people out no matter what. Yeah. It costs. And even in, at some point in the trailer, he's even wearing this attire that looks like it's a you know, it's borrowing from both Luke and Han's you know, attire from the films. Yeah. yeah. He, he even has like a little cape, too, which is kind of, a lot of capes in this trailer. Which yeah. Is kind of cool to see. Yeah. 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 Why not? Um, and it does look so that it is obviously post episode three. It's after order 66, but the time period looks squarely. They, I mean, and, and they said on the panel, it's at the height of the empire. Yeah. So, um, so you're seeing classic stormtroopers now. Yeah. Um, which is pretty cool. And then, um, they've introduced a new, uh, trooper as well that are the, they called the first responders for the inquisitors inquisitorious, um, yep. that are purge troopers as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do, you started talking about this, Grant. Do you want to talk about um, the the revelation as far as who our primary antagonist is? Right. So for the for the first time, it was revealed today that it looks like a primary antagonist in this game is the second sister, who yes. had actually been who has actually been on the issue nineteen of Charles Sewell's run of Darth Vader recently, and um, I'm actually going to grab that issue right now. And look yeah. at that image. Yeah. Yes, crazy, I was dialing crazy up. that we've already seen the enemy in this game in 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 comic fo- in the, on the pages in the comics. So that's just that's phenomenal. They're they're blending all the stories together across media. That's such a such an awesome idea. Yeah, yeah I mean, yes, yeah, synergy is like. Sorry if I, I'm trampling you again, Adam. I'm sorry. No, I'm just like, no. This is like my favorite yeah, not, thing. Not like, at all. Go for like, it. Yeah. I, synergy is such a corny word, but when it, it has to do with uh, Star Wars, it just makes me so happy. So yes. we finally got to learn who the story group member is who's been sort of working with the video game arm here. And his name is Steve uh, Steve Blanc. Or Steve, yeah, Steve Blanc. Um, and so he was on the panel as well. But they talked about how specifically, um, I'm sure they did, and they did this for all the characters and all the interactions. But this was a very inner, interesting section where they actually they talked to Charles Sewell directly, like he was involved yeah. with their development of um, the second sister, her character, and the Purge Troopers, um, and like that's the way it should be. And I just like, I, I just makes me so happy to imagine that meeting and see those people. And just sort of like being creative together and being like, oh, yeah, well, I always thought of them this way and I thought of them this way. And then they create these amazing things. And um, and they actually brought out someone in costume as a purge trooper on the uh, on the stage, um, which is, you know, black and red stormtrooper, little beefier helmet and um, and a melee weapon, which were from uh, the creatures, uh, the droids that flanked Grievous. Those, if you remember those like four. Uh, Energy pikes, I forget what they called them, but uh, yeah, yeah that's uh, right. But that's that's what the purge troopers look like, and they're they they said they're the first responders, you know, because there's only so many inquisitors. They send these troopers out to sort of soften up and um 
and contain the Jedi um, while they wait for the um, for the uh, Inquisitors to get there or yeah, yeah Inquisitorious. So I just pulled out my paper cut, my actual physical copy of Vader nineteen. Oh, cool. Because I thought it's literally the first one I bought when I was went back to buying physical copies. It's here. We talked about it on the thing. It's actually the one I bought as well when I went back to buying physical. That's so weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's really funny. But uh, there she is, right in the background, in like the third to last page, and she's just standing there. It's great. It's, it almost feels like wow. I, I don't want to be super cynical, but it almost feels like they inserted her into that panel. <laughs> yeah, like, and there she is. Yeah, to be like, uh, can you put this in for the video game, guys? Yeah. Um, but it works. I mean, she looks great compared to like yeah. she just fits right in with all the other Inquisitors. But it's just funny. Yeah. I love when I go in gameplay assets and mechanics are derived from narrative. Like, yes. And, and if you're consulting the the writer of a com- the comics and things like that, and you're just making the narrative all that much stronger. So when those assets appear, it's like the, the all the fans that have the built in knowledge to to you know, taking that scene for all its potential. And like, it's, I love that idea. I think that's so brilliant to mm-hmm. have things yeah. derived from the narrative in yes. games. Cause oftentimes I play games. It's just the mechanic comes out of nowhere. And I don't really understand why I, why my character can do this certain ability. And because it, it really has no credence in the story, you know, and like, yeah, to have those right. things be derived from the story is so cool. That's like, yeah. So cool. Especially for, again, people like our listeners and ourselves where, you know, we, I, I love canvassing all the media just to find those things and getting that rich depth out of, you know, whatever I'm looking at. Right. right. And for new listeners, we've been covering the comics for, I think a year now almost. And yeah. So it's like, yeah, we, we've been knee deep in this stuff. So it's so cool to see that 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 study yeah. and on all our kind of time reading rewarded in the in this game so that's really really cool yeah is, kyber crystals yeah. comic kyber crystal comics corner you know yeah. it's uh, yeah. time um well the, well the giant one next week because we're gonna have a few comics to cover because we didn't cover it this week how good were the comics last oh week? so oh good my can't wait to talk about them next week <laughs> oh. yeah hold on folks we'll be talking about leia and, and tarkin next week yeah that tarkin might be my favorite comic of the year i really uh, like it i really like the leia too yeah, yeah. Sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, anything else on this thing, guys? I know. Um, you know. So there, there's going to be a, a lightsaber here. Yeah. And um, and it, it was interesting. They said that your, he he only uh, Stieg only said one um sentence about <laughs> it. It was like the lightsaber will grow and evolve. Yeah. And that's it. And he was like, "Wait, can he's like, so it's going to change?" And he's like, "You heard me." <laughs> what if Maul has the other end? And he's like. Welcome. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, oh, that's not so you see that's your surprise bad guy. Oh my goodness, it's me again. Uh, so let's get we is, must be near the end. Welcome. <laughs> what a twist! Um, so uh, I feel like if a couple things going on with the lightsaber, he made it very clear to say, Do we know it's his lightsaber? Right? Like this kind of hint that it could be another character's lightsaber that he inherits or something else. Who knows? Right. Um, he's not the it, only Jedi in this thing in this game, also. We know right. he's he's got an African American woman um, mentor who's a, Je- a former Jedi knight named Seer, I think is what he said. He only said I, it think, in the I think that's right. Yeah, I uh, missed it. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, um, so that's there too. So it could be hers, it could be someone else's. Who knows? I love when they talk about the dynamic of, of master and princess, <laughs> but this time you're seeing it at a completely different angle in terms of them, uh, you know, um, being in hiding and trying to be inconspicuous. Like you, he, they're talking about showing that relationship in a new way. But we kind of got that with um, Kanan and uh, Ezra, right? They were kind of they also had to hide. 
yeah. jet force abilities and things like that. Right. So and it, actually, Cameron, right. Cameron mentioned, he said, um, it's like a little family that bands together to travel the galaxy. Yeah. It's kind of which a delightful is, thing to think about. And which is Star Wars, right? Which is, like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. which is great, which is what we want out of a Star Wars game. But, yeah. and, and as for that lightsaber, it does look like a double-bladed lightsaber that, that's broken, right? Like, like that's kind of what I yeah. got from. Something's going on with it. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's um, well-worn. It looks really cool. It was actually in the, the first sort of like teaser image, I think, was that was the lightsaber we were looking yeah, at. Yeah, I love how long the hilts are getting. They look like katanas. All It's, it's, yes. it's getting more Japanese, and I just love that. Yeah. yeah. It's like fabric, and it, yeah, it has a really like tall, it's a long like metal piece there. It was. Yeah. 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 Um, um, and it definitely seems to suggest he said it will grow and evolve as we talked about, and that to me just screams. Um, will is there an ability to make it bleed? <laughs> right, <laughs> and turn really it fun red. To explore that'd be a yeah. really fun uh, mechanic and system to explore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think it also leaves room for hey, do you want to? It's like you know, for your skill, your skill trees. You want to go to the double bladed tree? Do you want to fight Ooh. with a single lightsaber? Do you want to go dual wield or you know, and like kind of customize it in that fashion to to match that fighting style or that gameplay style right. in terms of how many you're using or maybe you're maybe you're actually your combat stance or style is uh, a, a system in this game as well where you're also choosing really different cool. yeah styles. that would be really cool if you did if they had like the nine fighting styles or whatever, six yeah or like that, that would, would be really yeah um i love that man i love that yeah so we didn't see any gameplay that'll be to come um yeah. again um what's your name uh kazumi mentioned you know we're you know can't wait to show you more so there'll be you know just says there'll be more there um another another uh issue close to my heart um as an audio engineer is that uh ben burt himself came out right. to sound design for bd1 and um he is my personal hero and uh that's awesome. And they, they didn't show like they didn't even I don't play a single sound from what um, BD one does yeah. yet. So I think that in itself is going to be be a big reveal. I mean, Ben Burt did. Um, uh, what is that? That Pixar robot that I can't think of right Wally. now. Wally. Wally. Yeah. So like well, yeah. that. Whole, I mean, that whole movie was Ben Burt making. Yeah. It. And, I yeah. Mean, and obviously he's he's made all the iconic um, sound design for Star Wars since the beginning um, with lightsabers and Chewbacca and the whole nine, you know. Yeah. And but uh but yeah, so I can't wait to hear what BD1 sounds like. It's going to oh, I'm glad you remembered that Ben cuz that's huge news. That's yeah. big. To have Ben Burt coming out to do a, to do video game stuff, that's really huge. Especially so, since he didn't do any sound design on episode 8. Right. Um he was, you know, he sort of passed the torch on the movies like you guys do it. Um Yeah. Which is cool, uh but yeah, to be able I mean, it, he he can afford to do sort of boutique things like this. Where sure. He's like, yeah, I'd like to put my fingerprint on that and go for it, you know. Yeah. Give me an afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a, lot of, exactly. a lot of people have been giving Lucasfilm guff about, you know, not licensing out the IP to other studios and things like that. But it's when we do hear about this game and how everyone was just handpicked and they're even working with Ben Burt, it was like, I think this is the probably the best course for Star Wars games. So I'm glad that they're they're taking their well, time. Especially well. yeah, it'll yeah, take a little too much. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, hopefully they can with you know, there's already like what three other dead games or two other dead games. You know, I'm glad this one survived, and maybe there was too much overlap with this one to the uh, you know the visceral attempt. They were like, uh, it's got to be too different. You know, we'll never know probably. It's... But um, but I, I just feel like that's this is the way it always should have been. You know, if, all right, you want to license EA and license and EA is going to sub license these like all stars. Great, you know, yeah. but. 
let's make some let's make some content. I think I have three words for you based on this panel, and that's canon, canon, canon. I think that's why these games are getting killed, and I think that's why they're taking so much time is that they want to make a fully immersive. I mean, look at even Galaxy's Edge is considered canon now; like everything yeah. has to fit. And I think it seems like that's part of the issue with these games now. And I feel like that's why we're not going to see something like Battlefront again. That's a good point. Yeah. Say it. I'm I sorry. Like the, visceral game, the visceral game ragtag, I feel like that may have skewed older. Like the character, the main mm-hmm. character may have been at the end of his arc. Where this yeah. this younger character seems like he's very much at the beginning of his arc. And I think that's yeah. it's always the young man. It's always the young man and young woman's story. It's got to play to human myth and age old myth and kind of show the transformation from, you know, childhood to adulthood and things like that. So I feel like I feel like maybe that was something that they were they were missing and they wanted to go back to. And yeah. maybe that's maybe why they canned ragtag. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? But uh, hey, this is a great step. Like this is the fundamental. You know, there's a lot of games we wanted to see. Like you know, Knights of the Old Republic could be brought back, or that style of game could be brought back. I mean, we wanted uh, thirteen thirteen, that like bounty hunter game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I really want a pod racer game. Me too. <laughs> right, but um, but I mean, like this is it's like let's you know we got to crawl before we can walk, and it's like let's just get a good you know next gen console. Um, you know, a Jedi game where you can right. be that for a single player. They they doubled down, no microtransactions. There's just, just there's no multiplayer. This is you just play the game, which yeah, is what yeah. a lot of us right, have been right. looking for for a while. So they're very authentic and transparent during the panel, especially when showing the the trailer and saying it was just it's not gameplay. It's just raw footage in and it's not raw footage, not gameplay. It's it's just in engine, kind of a cinematic that they've you know kind of created themselves. So yeah. That was kind of really that presentation. Yeah. Well, here's what I'll say, guys. It's only day two. We've had two major <laughs> panels, and we've had two really amazing previews. So Mandalorian's going to suck, right? Like, it has, <laughs> like, like <laughs> law of averages. No, I'm just kidding. Like, I'm so excited now to see what they bring us tomorrow with the Mandalorian. And there's a Clone <laughs> Wars panel tomorrow, too. So we may get a new Clone Wars trailer on top of it. So. Yeah. I just yeah. can't wait to see another image from that show. Other than that one of like <laughs> the guy in the armor, like on that street, like it's the only image in the world. So. Like, now you I just want to see the reverse shot of that. <laughs> oh my god! If they did that, I'd be like, and he's That's looking at IG eighty eight. Just every like thirty seconds, they flip the image in the background. Right. Or he's just looking at the desert, and it's just like a desert landscape, but it's like at least it's yeah. over his shoulder. You're you're yeah. killing me. Um, awesome. It's just that shot from the searchers. He's just standing in a doorway. You just see yes. his legs. They're like, ah. Uh, great reference. Uh, that would be hilarious. I would respect them actually if they troll them that hard. There's his legs, folks. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, man, they're sweet boots, though. Uh, they're good. They're the boots are great. Nice. Awesome. That'll, that'll give me two more weeks. <laughs> All right. Um, good job, guys. Uh, again, thanks everyone for listening. Um, there's hey, this a lot of good content coming out of this weekend and Star Wars celebration. Um, I know we're going to be talking about all this stuff for a long time to come. Um, but for now, um, may the force be with you. This is Grex Kondak signing off. For the latest breaking news, follow at Core World News on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you and good night. Remember, the force will be with you always. <laughs>